0: Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 236, Welcoming What Arises, Part One Why We Don't.
1: You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey
0: there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, and over the next two weeks after today, um, I'm going to be sharing the recordings of a three part class that I did recently called Welcoming What Arises. So many of you may have been at that class. You may have listened to the recordings already. I really want to share this information as widely as possible because I honestly can't think of anything that is more essential and simple and natural and immediate, immediate, to really help people feel at peace. There are so many things that we run around doing and they're all like a step away out there. Meaning we go out and we try to find a solution or we change our behavior or we or we go take a walk, or we go find a new teacher, or a new guru, or a new philosophy to follow. And those are all wonderful, beautiful things that sometimes are super helpful for us. And if you kind of look at this, there's a way in which our mind, and this is not a, again, it's not a bad thing. I just, just want you to see how this is happening. There's a way where our mind is saying, ooh, don't like this. How can it be fixed? How can it be changed? What can I go search for out there in the world? Even if it's just getting having a walk, even if it's just doing something really simple, what's out there a step away, over there, not here? I don't have it. Someone else does or something else does. What's that thing I can go find that's gonna help me feel complete and at peace? that is the language of the mind like that is the currency of the mind it is always in past and future it is always in don't like this but something else could have could happen later to change it and and that's just where the mind lives and of course if you think about it if there's no present for the mind you never get there that's why we feel like we've been spinning our wheels and seeking and and all of that for lifetimes because our mind has we haven't necessarily we're fine <laughs> but but that isn't seen and it isn't felt because our mind is constantly seeking it's always wanting better and next so the way around that i think partly is seeing that this happens seeing with more and more clarity how innocent it is and how well meaning it is and how frequent it is it's constantly happening and also seeing like hey well what's before that what's more immediate than let me go find dot, dot, dot. Like what's more immediate is what's arising right now here in this moment. And as human beings lean into what's arising right now, the whole universe opens up. I mean, everything opens up. It is the most ironic thing in the world that, of course, we've all heard this a million times. It's what it's what we're looking for, really. But a mind won't let us see that. It just it can't even grasp that because it's in the now. So I'm sharing this so widely, um, shared it live over three days, posting it to the podcast because I just really want us to hear it. I I want to keep hearing it for myself. I've only seen my experience get dramatically easier and nicer and richer and better as I've leaned into what's arising, as I notice my mind wanting to go find the next thing and know, no, that's not where it is. It's here. It's in this. It's, it's hard to put into words the effect that this has had. And, and I know it has for others as well who've been experimenting with this. So, so that's, that's what you'll hear. If you were at the live class, thank you for being there or listen to the recordings. Thank you for listening. And I really encourage you over the next three weeks, to re-listen you know you will absolutely hear it differently now once you've heard it once new things will pop up and um, it really does work that way and this is the kind of thing we can't hear too much so if you were at the class or you've heard it already maybe go through this time now that it's on the podcast with a real slant toward experimentation because just listening and hearing this information doesn't really do anything it's all in the experimenting. It's all in, especially when we get to what I'll share next week, which is how we lean in. (laughs) You know, the whole how, there's only so many words and there's just not going to do much. The whole thing is that we start to play with this and experiment on our own. So I really hope this is helpful for you. I'd love to hear what's happening. I got so many emails from people saying, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how little I was I was open to what's arising and that as I started to lean into it and welcome it, it was not at all the way my mind told me it was. So fear and anxiety and resistance of all types, emotion, urges, all kinds of things. Your mind will scream at you that these things are horrible and dangerous and cannot be felt. And that's just a mind trying to stay in charge. It's not the truth of it at all. And it's, it's a pretty amazing thing to discover. So, enjoy this first class. I hope you enjoy the next two as well. Um, and again, let me know what you hear in this. Be really open to the fact that this, this is huge. It's simple. It's almost too simple for a mind to grasp, but it's the most essential, natural kind of way to be in life. All right. Well, thank you again, everyone for being here. Um, really looking forward to this um so i think you probably know but this is a three-part class so we're going to talk for roughly an hour today tomorrow and thursday all at the same time i might go a little bit over uh i tend to do that so we'll just keep it loose and open um and and keep it right around an hour um like I said, I'm going to try to make it a little interactive, although we do have quite a few people, so we'll be able to use the chat. And today I'm going to share, I have some slides. I don't usually do a lot with slides, but I have some today. I have a, maybe one or two for the next two days. Today I want to share a little more background. I want to kind of kind of get into um, this thing about feeling, why we don't feel Like, why, what is this habit about? What are the beliefs and the fears about feeling that I think every single human on earth has, by the way? Um, Like, what's that about? So why we don't feel and really what opens up for us when we do? I mean, I'm so passionate about this because this feeling thing, like literally just, Feeling what is showing up right now, not as a concept, not as a, oh, tomorrow I'll feel this, or I'm feeling depression, or I'm feeling anxiety, which again is very conceptual. This, what we're going to explore, is super intimate. It's close. It's immediate. It's immediate. It's like right here, right now. Can we just welcome and lean into what is arising in any given moment, not conceptually, not as an idea, but here now in this moment. So what opens up for us when we do that? Honestly, I feel like this is, I might see something different (laughs) at some other point, but I feel like right now, this is, this is like the crux of everything. This is our ticket. To freedom. This is the most natural, most obvious thing in the world to do is to simply feel and lean into what is arising right here, right now. And it also happens to be the thing that we innocently are not doing a whole lot of. So today I want to talk a little bit about that and just kind of help us explore, again, why we don't do this when we don't, why it's so important, what it can open up. And then tomorrow I want to talk a little bit more about how, because I know everyone wants to know how, (laughs) what does this mean? What does it look like? How do we lean in? How do we feel? We'll go through examples and I'll, I'll look to you guys to share as much as you want. Um, and then on Thursday we'll do a little bit more of that, and also take this a bit deeper and really look at. We might not feel ready for this right now, but really look at like, can we welcome the worst? Like, can we can we lean into our biggest fear? Because just think about that for a second. If if you are able to lean into the thing you most fear, like where's the problem in life? if we are if we're okay with feeling anything or or just even leaning into anything that arises all of a sudden life gets really really big like really big there's nothing to hide from nothing to avoid nothing to fear or to worry about when we know that we can feel what's arising now always so that's that's kind of where where we're looking so um So yeah, so like I mentioned, I'm just, I've been really passionate about this topic for the last year and a half or so. I've been talking about it a lot with the Little School of Big Change community, with my change coaches. Um, We've had many, many calls and we just really have seen this come to life. And so I just wanted to be able to share it um, more widely with all of you. So I'm going to go to a few slides here. Um, Let me know if you can still see me. Okay. And if you have any questions, feel free to put them in the chat, and I'm going to try to take some moments and kind of look over at the chat. If you have anything going on, feel free to put it in there. Um, but I think I think we're good. Okay. So, like I mentioned i i I think this thing about feeling what's arising right now the feelings the anything whatever it is the thoughts the sensations the feelings that are arising in this moment in real time is the most direct path to everything i mean it's the most natural thing to do it's the thing that that babies are doing we don't need to learn how to do this we've thought our way away from it in a sense but but even then we're still doing it in a lot you know so just just feeling into what's here feels so essential, so intimate, so natural. And it's amazing to kind of take a little look at how little we're doing this sometimes. So it feels like it's also kind of the path least taken. It's the most direct path, but it's the path path least taken. So um, many of you might have heard, I did a podcast, I think it was back in the fall, maybe September, October, um, I know it was episode 224 because people talk to me about this episode all the time. It was the, it was called the way out is right under your nose. And of all the episodes I've done, this is the one that got the most attention that people reach out about all the time. And basically I, I talked about a couple examples of people I was working with in the school and just people I was talking with um, who were struggling with various things. So uh drinking, eating issues, uh, anxiety, things like that. And what I started to really see is that every one of them was kind of coming with, I've tried everything. I've done everything. And they kind of (laughs) had. They they knew the principles. They knew non-duality. They'd been to this teacher. They'd been through that course. They'd been to therapy. They've tried every technique. They'd read every book. And this, and this is a theme, right? They've tried everything, but they still feel this anxiety yes, or they're, or they're still.
1: I didn't keep the you hair your because that's why your toilet was so clean.
0: So, so it's kind of baffling, right? It's like, yes, you've been all over the world, read everything, talked to every teacher, tried everything, Yet, what is going on there? And what I really started to see is the one thing that they all had in common that they hadn't really tried was kind of just being with what was showing up. So let me explain this. This is a little hard to articulate, I think, sometimes. But what I was noticing is that all of them and all of us at times across the board something arises, some discomfort arises. And we know this is what habits are. We go to something else to not feel that feeling. So we go to the drink or the food or Google or our phone or whatever it is we go to, or we go to the Little School Big Change video or the podcast or whatever it is. This happens on such a subtle level that level, it's happening all the time. Something arises, some discomfort is noted somewhere in the system, right? And our mind instantly takes us somewhere else a solution, a distraction, whatever it might be. It takes us somewhere else. And we don't really feel or we you know on some level we kind of feel it but we're we're pushing away what's showing up and arising. And what I was seeing in all of these people in the course of like a week or two it just it just like bam 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 I saw it in every person was there saying, "Hey, I still have my drinking problem. I still have my eating issue. I still have all this anxiety and I've done everything." And it was kind of like Okay, but in the moment, in that moment when you want to drink, it doesn't matter which rehabs you've been to. It doesn't matter how well you know this teaching or that philosophy. None, is that, none of that is going to help you in that moment. In that moment when something arises and you want to reach for something to distract you from what's arising, that's your ticket right there. Feel that. And that's the thing that no one was doing. And I'm exaggerating for effect a little bit. It's not that we don't do this, but, but by and large, it's like, no, it is right under your nose. We can just sit and feel and be in an experience without having to jump in our head and try to find a way around that experience. So that's, that, that's kind of the essence and large part of kind of what we're talking about here. And. Really, when we think about it, I mean, it's like our mind is trying to protect us so much. Our mind loves us so much. It's always thinking it's protecting us. But the mind doesn't live in now. The mind doesn't know now at all. The mind is is past and future. It's all conceptual. It's all about you're a you separate from life. There's a past. There's a future. This is a feeling. You're not that feeling. That feeling something else. You're you. Here's this feeling happening to you. And there's all of this figuring and all of this problem solving and all of this trying to, to distract and fix and solve. And it's just our mind trying to protect us from a feeling because for whatever reason to a mind, to that machine, Feelings seem dangerous. So, in a sense, our mind, and this is so well-meaning, and it's not intentional, and I don't want you to, to hear it as if this is something we're doing or that we're doing wrong. It's literally just what a mind is doing. Our mind is so busy looking for something that can help us not feel so again it goes to the books and the podcasts and the courses and sometimes the drugs and the food and and all of those things to help us not feel even when we are doing something really well meaning when we're going when we're getting support and we're getting help our mind it, 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 there's such a block against just it being quiet and just literally feeling what's arising there's a There's kind of a scheming and a jumping ahead and a trying to bypass going on often. And you can notice this for yourself. Just be really curious about this between today and tomorrow, let's say. Just be curious about this for yourself. When you feel something that maybe your mind registers as discomfort, it could be anything, some emotional discomfort. You might feel tired and you don't want to. You might feel hungry and it feels like discomfort. Feel the energy of that and notice how your mind wakes up. Maybe it's already awake, but it jumps in. It jumps in and it will look to something out there because out there is all the mind knows. So it's like it's always looking for something to help us bypass. And that's what I was seeing with these people all in a span of like a really short period of time, like, oh my gosh, this is what happens. This is this is how it goes for all of us. We feel something and then they run to a teacher or they run to a guru or a book or a course or whatever. And it's so well-meaning. It's done because we know that, that life is meant to be easier and that these feelings come and go and that there's a, a nicer, easier way. But in that, it's it's like pushing away what's arising now in favor of something better to the mind. And that keeps us away from it. It's a step removed from from the intimacy of what's arising right now in real life. So some of what I have here, just some examples. Again, it's always looking for something to allow us to not feel. A mind will... Take in some really beautiful truths, like I you know, and these aren't really truths because they're words, but I mean, I would say everything is thought, everything is energy, but a mind will hear oh it's just thought, and translate it that into oh, so you don't have to feel that <laughs> or oh or that's that feeling is just energy, oh so let's go over here instead, you know, and this is again, you aren't doing that. It's not intentional, it's innocently done and it's just kind of done automatically because our mind forever has been trying to protect us against feeling it wants to be in charge and keep everything at this sort of high conceptual level. So it's always scanning and searching and planning and looking for the next thing. But this is why we feel like we're spinning our wheels. You know, this, think about that for a second. I mean, it's so clear when you look at it when we sit there and say, I've tried everything, I've been to every course and teacher and book and, and technique and nothing has worked for me, that everything we've tried is a step removed from the intimacy and the, and the naturalness and the essentialness of what is here right now, what is showing up. So when we feel like that, again, I just invite you all to just be curious about that for yourself. Like, wow, is, is that going on over here? Is there is there something that's more immediate that I could maybe just lean into, rather than looking for the way to see it differently, so that I don't have to feel it in some particular way? We're going to go through a lot of examples, by the way. That's why I made this three days. So we're going to go through examples. We're going to talk about this in a lot of different ways. So don't don't worry if it's um, feeling a little fuzzy. We're going to kind of keep going through it, and it's going to get really clear. So let me ask you first, before I go there, um, and you can put, put it in the chat. I'm curious, why do you think, if, if you can see this for yourself, if, you can, if this makes sense at all, that yeah, on some level, we as, as humans tend to be afraid of feeling. And again, I, don't, I hate to say it that way, because it's not like you are afraid or I'm afraid. This is just our conditioning. It's just how the mind-body works forever, this mind-body thing has said, ooh, feeling? No, thank you. And it's gone over into thoughts and plans and schemes and philosophies and all kinds of abstract stuff. So this isn't a personal thing. It's not a flaw of any of us. It's just how we work. But if you can kind of sense that and that resonates on some level, I'm curious what you would say about why. Like, like, can you identify... Um, a fear or a belief about feeling about emotions that might keep you from, from wanting to feel it. And let me just look. Um, yes. Fear of failure. Totally. Michael. Uh, it might hurt cat. That's exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's just such a simple way to say it. It's scary, which is all kind of the same thing. Like it just on some level to us, it feels scary. Like it might hurt. Um, like it's going to bring up, yeah, losing control. That's a big one. Um, I'll never come out of it. That's a huge one. It's a huge one. And yet, you know, we know we do. So again, and I'm not holding anyone to logic because this is not logical at all. I think it's amazing if we can just say, okay, that whatever our mind says, it's not, it's not all going to add up and make sense. But yes, I mean, me too. Like, don't you have that feeling, especially when you, are in really big emotion and your mind is saying, hmm, this has lasted a little bit long here. This is a little longer than I thought this was going to last. On some level, our mind is always, again, because it lives in the past and future, it's feeling what's arising sort of and then pushing it out into the future and saying, oh, here's your new feeling. You're going to feel this way for life. You'll never come out of this one. Yet, of course we have none of us have ever been stuck in a feeling we are all feeling all kinds of stuff and it's not what we felt five years ago or five minutes ago but that's I think that's a big one um, feelings are too big they will last forever um, yeah the story so the story around it feels and we'll talk about that quite a bit tomorrow there's there's kind of the energy and the sensations, and then there's all kinds of other stuff, right? There's stories that come up, there's memories that come up, there's fears, all kinds of stuff are kind of, is kind of wrapped up in this thing that we call feeling. Um, I'm going to die from it. A few people said, "Yeah, these are awesome. Thank you, guys." So, so yeah, you kind of get a, a feel for um, for why our mind stops it or tries to stop it anyway, and how that causes so much so many issues. So these are just a few, and you guys said all of these, I think, these are just a few that I thought of. Um, it's going to hurt. We think it's going to hurt. Uh, we think discomfort is bad for us. So I hear this a lot that I think this is kind of tied in with some law of attraction and some kind of 90s and early 2000s self-help kind of stuff, you know, that if we don't feel good, if we're not high vibe, we're not getting what we want, we're, we're pushing things away from us, all of that. There's a whole lot of stuff in that that I think has innocently, you know, led a lot of people to We can't hear you, Amy. Amy, you're muted. Oh sorry. Um okay I meant to mute I tried to mute someone else and I muted myself. (laughs) Okay, thank you guys. Um all right. So I don't know how many of these you heard me say, did you hear me go through the, the first couple? I'll just do it again. Um, so the first one that again, a lot of you said is that we think it's going to hurt and that just feels scary. Um, the second one that I had thought of is that we, on some level, it feels like it's bad for us, you know, like, like if we're not in a high vibration or we're feeling low energy or we're feeling all this emotion that we're somehow attracting bad things to us and a whole lot of stuff in there. (coughs) Um, It also starts to look on some level. And again, maybe not even consciously, but I think on some level it starts to look to us or to our mind like, Oh, I can just find a way around this. Like there is a bypass like, Oh, I know. And I see this all the time. "I I know everything's thought. Therefore, why do I have to feel it? Or there's no me. I'm not, uh, there's no separate me in life. I'm one with everything. So, so let's, we don't have to go into all this psychology stuff and we don't have to feel all this stuff. And it's so innocent. It's so innocent, but it's those understandings and those philosophies, which again, as we share them are conceptual. They're just a, a series of ideas. I, I there's bigger truth behind them, I believe, but as we share them, it's a series of ideas and concepts and philosophies that our mind will in an instant take and then use to not feel stuff, and so just look out for that because I think that happens a lot. Um, our feelings don't make sense, so I hear this a lot with people in our in our community. Um, you know, it just, why would I feel this way? Or it doesn't make sense. Or I was having such a great day or nothing happened or my life is great and all of that. And, and on some level, I think our mind's just pulling all that in to kind of say, see, this doesn't even make sense. You shouldn't be feeling that. And the fifth one, which is maybe really all of them uh, put together, but I think this is what it's really all about. It's on some level, we believe that feeling is wrong, that it signifies some problem, and that it shouldn't be happening. I think that that and probably the fear and the fear of losing control are maybe the biggest ones. But there's some misunderstanding that what's arising can be wrong. Some misunderstanding that what's arising is showing us that there is a problem or that it's alerting us to something that's bad, bad, bad and should not be happening. And of course, when that looks like the case, of course, we're going to fight it. Our mind is going to fight it. We're going to say this is bad and wrong and it's showing me something I don't want to see and this should not be happening. And again, there's a lot of stuff that a mind will use to kind of wrap this up. Oh well, you're innate health. Like your nature is happy and healthy. So therefore, when you're feeling emotion that isn't doesn't feel amazing, that's clearly a problem. Well, it isn't a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem at all. In fact, it's a hundred percent perfect. It, there's a lot of misunderstanding about kind of the meaning of all of this. And you know, I, I don't. We can talk about it more in the future days, but. To me, when we feel discomfort and suffering, that is simply an, an alarm system. It is just there as part of an absolute perfect design. It is not bad. It is not wrong. It is not pushing away our hopes and dreams. It is not hurting us in the least. It does not mean anything about us at all. It is simply showing us, oh, I'm I'm identified with something that's not not the bigger truth of things. I'm believing a thought. I'm resisting a feeling. It's just this amazingly loving feedback. But it's gotten such a bad rap forever, forever for all of us. And that gets carried throughout life so that things like what what our mind calls pain and suffering and unwanted and all of that, they look real. It looks like, yeah, this is wrong and this shouldn't be happening. If we can just kind of, what if this for a minute, I mean, truly, how could it be that anything that's arising is wrong? Like, we're literally saying that because I don't like this feeling, because this feels like unwanted, or my mind's calling it unwanted, pain, suffering, don't like it. Life's got it wrong. life is wrong right now and and there is some alternate reality that should be showing up that is not showing up. I mean, if you really look at this and I know it's something that we don't ever really examine. We just okay. kind of think um,
1: really?
0: we just kind of think is like you,
1: not Mary, you, mute yourself. you know, is that a marry is
0: yourself I'm not able to mute you. there we go, um. You know, it just it looks like this shouldn't be happening. And what if, if we can just start to loosen on that a tiny bit, what if every single thing that's arising is supposed to be arising? Because it is. <laughs> and I don't mean to add some big story, like it's supposed to be arising for some some big reason. No, life isn't wrong. And again, you don't have to take my word for it, but I want to invite you to just kind of open to this what if. Life does not get it wrong. Everything that's arising is absolutely perfect. It's here to be seen and felt or else it would not be here. And when we, whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, our preferences are just more thoughts and feelings arising and they're not wrong either. There's nothing wrong in any of this. There is no alternate reality. Like there is no way that, life should have shown up that it isn't showing up. That is a story a mind tells. Everything in any given moment that is arising is life, including you, including me, including all of it. Good, bad, like it, don't like it. It is all the same one energy of life. And all that happens is a mind, which is just works like a little machine, comes in and says, I like this one. I don't like that one. I'll take more of that. I'll take less of that, please. This one's right. That one's wrong and we believe it and we get caught up in that level of right, wrong, like it, don't like it, conceptual stuff. And before we know it, we're, we're chopping off life. We're saying no to so much of what's showing up and then it comes back and hurts us rather than us being able to just open and say, hey, what if, what if life doesn't have it wrong, whether I like it or not? It's huge, huge to start to make this shift. And this, this, just kind of sitting with this possibility is what starts to completely turn things, I think, and open it in a completely
1: different direction. Okay. Um, so think about
0: little babies, let's say. They feel all kinds of stuff. I'm maybe they resist already. I don't know when this all starts, but there is such a sense that every one of us knows every one of us is familiar with that, that it seems like we lived in a whole lot at one point And now we've kind of gotten away from it as we get in our heads more of simply just leaning into just being with not fighting, not saying no to whatever is arising. And that is the most natural, again, I know I've said this, the most intimate, the most natural, the most right here, essential, simple thing there is. Anything other than that is our mind thinking about what's arising, most likely trying to find a way to avoid it. (laughs) Right. Or if it, or if we like what's arising, our mind is thinking about what's arising, telling a story about it and trying to recreate it, trying to figure out why it happened and where it came from so that we can feel it tomorrow when we want to. Do you see that part? Like this part's huge. Let me just take this off for a sec. This, this is huge. There's what's here just now, just now, in this now, in this now, in this now. And then there's a whole mental conversation about avoiding it and getting more of it and all of that. And all we're really talking about is being a little bit more tapped in with what's arising now. And possibly, and we'll we'll look more at different ways that make this feel safer and easier, but leaning into this, just at least not pushing it away in quite the same way, like seeing that it's safe, seeing that. If it's arising, it's meant to be arising. Life isn't getting it wrong. Life didn't mess up and give you the wrong emotion. And that it takes so much effort that we don't even recognize anymore because we're so used to it. We've been doing it for so long. It takes effort and energy to try to push away feelings. And we do, I mean, I know that you do feel it on some level at some point. We all do. And it's and it shows up as anxiety. It shows up as habits shows up as addiction, it shows up as chronic fatigue and health issues and exhaustion and lack of focus and and all of those things. Those are the effect of us being like noticing what's arising and saying, nope, you're not okay. Yep, I'll take more of you and and trying to shuffle things around and control and manipulate experience in that way. And we just can't do it. Not only does it lead to exhaustion, which again is perfect. It has to, that's our, that's more loving feedback. If we know how to read it, you know, of course that's going to exhaust us because we're not meant to do this forever. But not only does it lead to those things, it doesn't work. (laughs) You know, like it doesn't really work. Even if you think when, when we're afraid of feeling we, go, we look outward. Again, our mind's already looking outward because that's just the only place it knows to look. So it's out in the world. It's a step ahead. It's either in the past or the future. And it's saying, okay, I don't want these certain feelings, so I'm not going to go for that thing. I'm not going to call that person or go for that promotion or do this thing or join this group or talk to that guy or whatever. Constant energy and scheming and planning to try to wall us into this safe little place where we don't have to feel anything. And if we were not afraid of feeling anything, everything, everything in life would feel completely different. It really, really would. And there there would be no habits. There would be no uh, anxiety. There would be no problems. Not that this stuff wouldn't arise. Anything and everything would arise just like it does right now. But... But imagine, like, let's just say you you just are in a place where you're like, okay, bring it on. This is what we're going to talk about in the next couple of days. Bring it on. I can feel that. And you feel some insecurity and you feel everything tighten and you feel, you notice all the stories and all the memories of all the times you've been insecure. And you're just in that feeling. You're just hanging out in that feeling for a minute. The more you hang out in that feeling... You're just in it. And the more you you hang out in that feeling and you're just in it, you say, oh, this isn't killing me. I don't need to go eat to, to distract from this. I don't need to go run and hide or make my life small. We can only see this experientially. We can only see it as we actually lean in and we learn it through life. And trust me, I have been in my life and was at one time the queen of let me just read about it. I get how it works like this. And this is when, you know, people say, Oh, I feel like I only have an intellectual understanding. Or, like I said earlier, I've gone to all the classes and studied all the philosophies and I still have this issue or I still have that issue. It's because we're just learning about it. You know, me too. I so get that. But it isn't a thing to learn. The learning is removed, learning is out here. It's just all conceptual. When we can lean into anything that's arising, A habit is, there's no reason for a habit because all a habit is, the only reason it starts, all it starts by is a strategy to avoid a feeling. Anxiety, long-term things like that. You might feel something in a moment and maybe your mind might call it anxiety, but when you're leaning into that and you're saying, okay, bring it on. This can be here. That can be here. This can be here. You're not going to find yourself with an anxiety problem. You know, it's just not going to work because where's the problem? You're literally leaning into and inviting in everything that arises. So one of the things I think is so huge about this approach, and again, I know there's probably a lot of questions, um, and I'm going to turn it to you guys in a minute, about how. <laughs> I'm still scared. I still don't want to. I don't, I don't know how to do this, all of that. One of the things I think is so essential here and just, I've just found really helpful is that we kind of look toward what's arising with curiosity. Now, curiosity is a feeling that is what I like to call dumb, meaning it's not, there's no judgment in curiosity. There's no should or shouldn't. There's no good or bad. There's really not even like this hurts or this doesn't hurt. You're curious, curious, curious kind of by definition i think is i don't know i don't know but i'm curious i want to see more about this when we lean into what's arising with curiosity it's, i mean it's just it's totally totally different from feeling what our mind calls anxiety or saying okay i'm going to go feel my depression i'm going to feel my grief i'm going to feel my anxiety i'm going to feel this urge Even by the time our mind calls it an urge or grief or my anxiety, there's a whole conceptual thing there. You know, there's an idea that is already feels painful and scary. It doesn't mean we can't lean into that too. We do. We lean into all of that. But I just want to see if you can get a feel for how right here it is. It's not out here in this. This has a label and a name. It's right here in simply what's arising right now. So fear, fearing feelings, turns into curiosity about feelings. And resistance or pushing things away kind of turns into leaning in to this stuff. Essentially, what we're saying here is our mind saying no. No, I don't want that one. This isn't okay. Don't want this. Have to avoid that. Turns into a whole lot of yes. And this completely changes everything. And it It, you know, when people say, well, my life has gotten so small because of my habit or because of my anxiety, that's because we're constantly saying no, right? (laughs) When you're constantly saying no, no thank you, no thank you, no thank you, you're going to end up with a very small life or what feels like a very small life. When we start flipping that and saying, okay, come on in, bring it on, thank you, I can handle this, suddenly your life gets really big, really big. This is where all kinds of stuff shows up for people that that they our minds can't even fathom how we would get there. Ideas show up, things to do that we can actually just go do without having to think about it. And I mean everything unfolds from this space.
1: So one of the um
0: one of the ways that I <laughs> This is going to be a little bit circular because I I want to give some examples. And I know, again, I know I'm talking a lot right now and giving a lot of information. And we're going to come back to all of this and kind of look at it in a little bit more of a real way. Um, But there's this thing about leaning into what's showing up and what's arising. And what I've seen with this myself, and again, I've been experimenting with this myself and with my clients, but I really kind of have taken it on myself a lot in the last year, year and a half, is that it feels like there's a massive rush for me anyway, and I think for others that comes from leaning into things, even things that, especially things that feel really, really. Scary, and like like we clench around it, our mind says, Nope, not going to go there.' And then we go there a little bit anyway. I know to a mind that might sound terrifying. It did does to my mind, too, sometimes. But experientially, again, we can't just learn about this. When you actually lean in, it is an amazing feeling. It feels courageous, it feels powerful. And there's something in actually leaning into anything that's showing up. That feels to me like this image I'm going to show you, which I meant to be an animation. And you can't, I can't make it an animation. As soon as I save this file, it just turns into a picture. But um, I grew up in the 80s and I played a lot of Super Mario Brothers. And I always think of little Mario or little Luigi jumping around and they hit the thing, uh, the brick and the mushroom or the flower comes out and then they get powered up. And that's how, so I had this really cool, um, animated and it's just not going to be animated, but little Mario, if you know this, if you don't, it's okay too. He hits this little brick and the mushroom comes out and the mushroom makes him big. All of a sudden he's big. Or if it's the flower, it gives him the little pea shooter things. That's how this feels to me anyway, in, in, over the last year or so really feeling this. It's like, oh my gosh, everything in my body can tighten and my mind can say no and I can have all this stuff that just feels so uncomfortable and feels like the brakes are on. And then I can just say, okay, thank you. Bring it on, come on in and just dip my toe into it. And that's why I say leaning in all the time. And we'll talk about this. You don't have to dive in head first. You might lean in and lean right out. That's fine. You can't do this wrong. But leaning into what feels horrible is like, like that mushroom falling on your head and you suddenly growing five sizes and having all this power. That is how this feels to me anyway. And I, I mean, I'm just so excited to share this with you and to see you guys, I'll go to you in a sec, like start to experiment with this. So I also shared this, this is Amanda Jones book and I'm not promoting her book, although I do promote it. It's a great book, but um, it's the image I I wanted to find another image. I, I know this exists out there and I know there's animations of it, but it's like this woman on the cover of Amanda's book is like touching the mirror. It looks solid, right? And then her hand just goes right through it. And that's how this feels. That's how leaning in and feeling what's arising feels. It's like, it looks like there's this solid brick wall in front of us, but we lean in and where's the separation? Where's you and where's the wall? There is no hard thing you're gonna get hurt on here. It's going to look like that. Your mind is going to swear up and down that you are going to get hurt, that this is not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be fun. You should not do it under any circumstances. And hey, there's a, there's a philosophy I can show you that'll help you pass this up. No. When we lean in, it's like this picture. It really is like this picture. There's all kinds of energy, all kinds of sensation, all kinds of no, no, no going on in your mind. And you just lean in anyway, and then you're like, oh, (laughs) this, this is what I've been avoiding. It's kind of like the, you know, the monster under the bed when you think there's something there or, or the, you know, something's in the closet and you're laying in bed and you're scared and you're trying not to make any noise. And then finally you just get up and look and there's nothing there. Like, oh, it's like that, but way, way, way better. It's like finally making that dentist appointment or going to or getting your taxes done when it's been weighing on you, maybe for months. And there's a little like, oh, I just looked right at that thing I was avoiding and look, now it's done and I feel amazing. Why was I putting it off so long? It's like that, but way better because it, it's, it's not just something that you overcame, it's, it's, it's feeling one with life. It's seeing that there is no real fear. There is no real separation. There is no you that's separate from any energy in life. It's all one energy. So when it looks to us, when our mind is saying, this feeling of anxiety is happening to you and you don't like it, or this feeling of of an urge to go do your habit is happening to you and you can't handle it. That's, again, that's the mind saying no and making all these false separations and labels and good and bad. And it's really painful. But that's what's painful. You see that? It's the story. It's the you can't do it. This isn't you. This is happening to you. It's all separate. That is what's painful. It, what our mind is telling us is not the problem. It's not painful. Like What it says is painful is not what's painful. Feeling is not inherently painful at all. Even grief, even sadness, even panic, we experience it as painful and that's okay. We can feel stuff that our mind says is painful too. We can. We experience it however we experience it. But what I want you to kind of see in this is that it is not inherently painful. There is, there, it's energy. It's all one, just, Flow of life. It's a mind that says you can't handle this. That and, and us believing that that makes that feel painful. So does that? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with you guys. I want to see if that kind of makes sense. It's like. It's like in The Matrix, the famous thing from The Matrix where they say there is no spoon, you know? And he says, you can't bend the spoon. Don't try to bend the spoon. Everybody knows, every mind knows that a spoon is not bendable. You have to see that there is no spoon. And in a sense, that's kind of what we're talking about with feeling. We're not going to set out to, to feel our anxiety or our depression or our urges. I mean, you can, but already your mind has all kinds of ideas about that. It's more immediate. It's before all those concepts. It's not a step removed. It's simply being in the energy of what's arising. So let me just give you and we'll, I'm going to give you a lot more examples, and I want to hear from you guys um, in the next two days. but there was something that I shared um, in our graduate community, our little school, a big change graduate community, um, that was like a big emotional thing for me. It was about a month ago. And I just want to share a little bit about how this looks um, and again, hold, hold this loosely. There's no way to feel feelings, but I think it might help to, to give it, give it a little bit of concreteness. So, um, what happened a month ago is that a lot of my big emotional stuff these days is around, um, real estate because my husband and I are like way in over our heads, but we're, we're starting to look into real estate and, and, uh, make some moves there. So, and we're learning a lot. We're at a very steep learning curve and um, it's sort of uncomfortable to be learning stuff that's totally foreign and feels like it has very high stakes. And there's just a lot, a lot of emotion there, a lot of newness. So basically right after Thanksgiving, this happened, um, we got fired by our realtor um, because of something that I did that I didn't realize was was a not nice thing to do. I don't. I still don't know if it was nice or not. But it was completely, really, it was completely innocent. I did not think I was doing anything wrong or going against him in any way. Um, but he did, and there's more to the story. And anyway, so he's like, "Okay, goodbye. I'm done working with you." And that <laughs> that threw me for a loop for a good day and a half. So, you know, it's like you get some, you guys can all imagine something like that happens. You get some news, you hear something, you get some rejection, something like that happens. Instantly, I was taken into the physical. I felt like I was going to throw up. I felt sick, um, nauseous, really like, I mean, it sounds kind of dramatic, I know, but kind of couldn't see straight. I mean, just feeling dizzy, all of that for a while. Uh, and and all all i could do is just i noticed my mind jumping in saying he's wrong you're right this is crazy and what are you going to do and i mean i mean just of course, it jumps in and it goes to town, just looking for explanations and anything it can do to help me. If if he can be wrong and I can be right, then this feeling's going to go away, according to a mind, right? Except it doesn't really work that way. So it's churning up all the stuff, and I'm just and and I notice that, and I'm with that, and I'm feeling it, and then I'm just feeling the waves, feeling the waves of nausea, of feeling like I just got punched in the gut and then it kind of turns to shame. Mind changes. One minute, I was right, and he was wrong. The next minute, my mind is telling me how I was wrong, and this is all my fault, and bringing up memories and old stories and all of that stuff about how things like this have happened before, and if you just weren't so pushy, and if you just be more patient, and who do you think you are? And All of that stuff, right? Which brings its own energy and its own emotion and wanting to puke and all of that with it. And I mean, you just, you you I'm just in it. I'm just feeling it. But my attention is, is just kind of with it, not, not like jump up and distract. Although some of that happened throughout the day and a half, I'm sure. Not like jump up and do something and make this go away. Although that kept wanting to arise for sure. Like the thoughts about that kept arising and I'm sure that that happened at various points in this time. But when I could, when I was aware of it, when I saw enough, like, let me just feel the energy of this. I feel the waves of it. I notice the shame. I see the old pictures. I mean, there's a little picture of me in my head when I was seven and then I did it over here. And, and with curiosity, with curiosity, knowing that this is a story that's all about me, that feels very painful, that I really hate. But, I, but it's a story that is playing out. It's a psychological experience playing out. And I'm just kind of watching it. And I'm feeling it. I'm like, oh, where's the stomach thing now? Oh, it's moved up to my chest. How is that feeling now? Not in a tight, analytical kind of way at all. just a light, easy curiosity. So again, this went on for a while. It was, you know, like it usually is, I think when something like this happens, it was very acute for like an hour or two. Five, six, eight hours later in the day, it was still showing up in waves, but I was finding myself distracted from it here and there. And then the memory of it would come back and some of the waves would come back up. All kinds of thought, trying to trying to rearrange things and tell a story about it and make it better and fix it. And I just kind of watched all of that happen. And then about a day and a half later, I still would get reminded and feel a little pang, but it had significantly shifted and changed. And so I just want to put that out as sort of a, you know, like... This is the kind of stuff we're talking about. There's nothing fancy that any of us don't know how to do with that. There's nothing I really did with that at all, except I could meet it best I could. And it doesn't mean it wasn't painful. It was not a pleasant day and a half for sure. But there is this ability to just kind of meet it with curiosity and to ride it out and to even at some point say, thank you, thank you. Come on up. I know that you are not a mistake. I know that this should not, have not happened. It's not, this is not wrong. This is not wrong at all. This is exactly what is happening because what's meant to be happening because it's what's happening. And to just hold it with that curiosity and let it ride out, totally different experience. And many times in that day and a half, and especially a little bit later into it, I felt like Mario. I felt like, wow, man, I feel the shame of this and the and the horribleness of this. But look, I'm inviting it, saying, come on in if you need to be here. Take your time. Do what you need to do. Move through. Show me if there's something I need to see. Show me what I need to see. And there's just such an openness to not being afraid of what's showing up that, that again, just feels super powerful. So... Let me, let me go to you guys and I, I'm not sure. I'm happy to go a little bit over. I know I've talked a lot. Okay, I see a couple hands up and, and feel free also to um, put some questions in the chat and I'll see if I can kind of speak to some there as well. If you don't feel like you need to talk, it might, um, might be helpful. And then this, again, we have two more days. I might not get to speak to everyone. So I'm just gonna do, do the best I can here. Um, okay, so let's go to Laura.
1: Hi. Hi, Laura. I really appreciate this. It's great. So
2: wonderful. I, I want to share one little thing first before my question. Uh, today when I was thinking about this class, I saw or, or was thinking about the word with, um, just to be with, and that kind of stuck with me for a while. Be with the feelings with them. And it just, I, you know, I tried to make it bigger and that felt good. But um, when you were telling your story, I wonder where self-compassion comes into this. Because I've heard self-compassion talks like with Kristen Neff and stuff like that. I just wonder, like, where does that come in with, like, what you're feeling?
0: Yeah, I think when we're open to what's arising and we're just with it in that way, self-compassion is one of the things that often shows up along with that. It doesn't so much, obviously, if we're saying, no, this is wrong, this shouldn't be happening. It's almost like we, compassion wants to, compassion is natural, it's innate, it wants, it's here all the time, right? But when our mind is saying, no, this is wrong and I shouldn't be feeling this way, we just, compassion's still there, but we can't feel it. We can't see it. We can't recognize it. So it's like the way I think of it almost is like we, our mind closes doors, but our heart opens doors. And what we're talking about is having that open heart and just being with what's arising. And from there, all kinds of doors open. They're, they're all open. And self-compassion is one of those things that might tend to show up. So it's a little bit different than coming at it as a, as a strategy or a thing I'm going to bring. You know, like oh, next time I feel horrible, I'm going to have compassion. Well, that's a great idea, but I don't know. Is that even can even bring it up in the moment? I don't know. You know, it's more about seeing that when everything is allowed, compassion is often there rather than trying to bring it.
1: Great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Good question. Uh, Let me see. Um. Patricia. Hi, Amy. Thank you. Hi. I love that. I love what you just said that the mind shuts doors and compassion opens them. So that's that's really rich.
0: Oh, I just lost your sound. Yeah, you just got muted again somehow.
1: Sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> um my question is um is is tiredness a feeling? You talk you were talking about tired. Like that was one of the, in the categories that you said, is tiredness a feeling?
0: Um, I, yeah, I think everything's a feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, we can feel tired. Yeah. And then is
1: toe dipping, like, I don't know, making that phone call anyway, when you're
2: like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm uh, just, it's just a question.
0: Yeah, no, it's a great question. So I, and I love that you asked that. So. I wouldn't skip it ahead to make the making the phone call because see that's your mind saying, "'Okay, what am I going to do here? Am I going to make this call? Am I going to not make this call? There's nothing wrong with that. that's what our mind does. It plans ahead and it thinks about that stuff but But when you dip the toe in you're you're leaning into just what's here right now, and you're almost just like melting into it like that picture on the book, you know you're just like leaning into that mirror and finding yourself melting into it. And from there, things will show up. You'll make the call mm. or you won't make the call. Mm. That makes sense? Like this is, I'm so glad you asked that. I feel like this is very important distinction. Yes. And I right. don't want to make it sound like we can get it wrong or right, but it's very important. Right. And it's like right. all we're talking about is saying yes to and being present. Oh, with rising yeah. here. Got right. it. From there, Got all it. kinds of stuff happens in life. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. much. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Um, Michael.
3: Hi, Amy. Hi, everybody.
1: Hi, Michael. Um, This is something that Amy knows has plagued
3: me for a long time, health anxiety. I did a uh, series of things with Amy on health anxiety and um, it's funny about feelings and I'll tell you a little quick story. I I have a neighbor who same age as me. He just had a major heart attack. He was a guy that exercised and It's funny, I was thinking about it over and over, uh, probably ruminating about it a little much. Uh, And recently, I I like to exercise. So I bought this little mini trampoline because it's cold outside and I usually hike. But I thought, you know what, this rebounding thing. And I've been doing that for the last two weeks. Well, the other morning I got up and I had to work on something in my garage, and I bent over pretty far. And next thing you know, I'm in a full dizzying spin, and I land on the floor. I call my wife. Now I'm in a little bit of a panic. Um, and I call the neurologist that I've seen in the past. And thankfully, she called me back and told me exactly what it was. She said, I probably, from doing this rebounding, loosened the crystal in my ear. And she explained to me this maneuver I had to do to get it to settle down. Well, the funny thing is, I did it. I felt settled down. But for the last few days, this happened a couple of days ago, I'm still walking around like I still have this loose crystal in my ear, and I'm feeling a little lightheaded. But the funny thing is, as soon as I went on this call and started listening to this, now I'm out walking around and hiking while I'm doing this. I don't feel dizzy at all. I don't feel any of that. And I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to touch base with you, Amy, to see what you thought about that. Because I it's, i don't even know how to explain the words that I'm feeling about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you know,
3: I mean. And I think it's anxiety. I, I, I think my anxiety goes up, and I probably get a little lightheaded from that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and in ways that we will never fully even understand. I mean, as you know, like thought is creating our reality all the time. So there's just, it's not conscious. It's not necessarily, it's not on purpose. It's not intentional, but this little story of, of this crystal and your dizziness and all of that was just bopping around in the background for a while. And then, and then it shifts. (laughs) <laughs> and and when yeah. it's there when it's bopping around in the background what do you know you're feeling dizzy because that's how powerful it is and when that and, thought falls and, away and you focus on something else there's no problem
3: it, it, yeah <laughs> and i fully see that it's um i get hung up with the in, in a situation like this with it's almost like a guilt feeling or a shame kind of feeling like what are you an idiot like you know, how how are you holding on to this? You you know, let it go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the the let it go thing, see, I think that's that can that can stick us up a little bit, you know, because again, that's our mind saying, You're controlling feeling and thought. You should let this right. go or you should have let this go. But but we wanna keep like just breaking down all those barriers. There's no Michael that that should or shouldn't have done something with some thought or feeling that's a that's a big story and and i
3: and i and i get that after all these years of being with you in this program um Mm -hmm. it's more more like don't pay attention to it so much it's there it's playing in the background and it'll move on by itself
0: yeah and sometimes when things come to our attention like this though it's really cool to like just like like we're saying here almost the opposite of don't pay attention. Sometimes sometimes that's that's what makes sense, right? It's like oh, I know what this is, no big deal. But but especially sometimes with physical things, you know, and we'll, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, but like when someone has a headache or you have a pain or something, on some level there's a lot of resistance to that a lot of the time. And what can be so helpful is like let me just lean right into this pain. How does it feel? Where is it? Is it Ebbing and flowing? Is it pulsing? Is it hot? That's the complete opposite in many ways, you know, from like, oh, it's just a headache, it'll be fine, which we can say, oh, it's just a headache, it'll be fine in a really genuine way, in a way that feels really good and natural, or we can say it, our mind can say it as a way to try to bypass the feeling, you know? So, so we're always just getting feedback by how we feel. That's the thing. If we're thinking about this, there's just layers and layers of stuff. But when we're simply just, leaning into whatever is arising physical emotional resistance guilt dizziness all of it in some weird way we get just sucked right into it in a good way you know you get kind of just pulled right through
3: yeah and 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 the leaning in part i i have done that you know over and over uh over the last couple years and um it's helped tremendously to, to lean in and to not shy away from it and try not to, you know, avoid it. So
0: yeah. thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Um, I want to comment briefly on two of the things I'm seeing in the chat. So one is Jane's comment. She says the first thought that comes up is when is it going to end? Is it over yet? And oh, Yeah like that's very common right and someone um just in our community the other day was saying you know like I, I think i'm leaning in i think i'm leaning into this but i'm just waiting for the suffering to diminish like when is it going to start to diminish i'm leaning in why is it still here and i don't i don't want to like nitpick it <laughs> there's no right or wrong i don't want to be the police about it but i just want us to kind of see when we're when we're leaning in and welcoming what's arising and then saying, okay, I'm welcoming you now. Get the heck out of here enough already. We're not really, it's different. It's different. <laughs> you just want to notice that. And hey, I'm doing that all the time. We all are. That's okay. So again, it's not a judgment, but it's a great thing to see. So when you're leaning in and then you're saying, okay, when's it over? Just notice that and just lean into that. Oh. There's a lot of resistance here. Okay. Resistance is here. Wanting it to diminish is here. There's no end to to what we can lean into. Anything that arises, we're just going to keep leaning into it. So that's a great point I just wanted to um, mention. And then Claire says, um, I think from my story, Um, did you take learnings from this experience? Like when I was sitting with all that, like self-inquiry to see and understand what the feelings might be signaling. Um, I think that's a great question. I want to talk about that quite a bit tomorrow. So we will look at that. Um, You know, insights happen for sure. And sometimes it occurs to us when we're in this feeling um, to ask questions, to just have some inquiry or to say like, What's this about? Or what's at the center of this is a question I recently heard someone shared on our forum and I loved it. What's at the center of this? So that stuff can happen and that could be super helpful. But, but just to keep it really simple, it doesn't have to. So it isn't a process of like inquiring into feeling that might arise and that's fine. But it's, it's almost just more immediate and more simple than that. Even it's just like, Hey, come on in, whatever the heck you are. Thought, feeling, memory, sensation, come on in. I'm good. I'm good with you. You can be here. That's all. I mean, we could talk for a week about that, but that's it. It's just come on in. And then anything that unfolds from that is just more, okay, come on in. Sometimes it's an inquiry. Sometimes it's a distraction. Fine. You can come on in too.
1: Um, I'll take a few more questions. Katie. Oh, hi, Amy. Thank you. Actually, you just answered my question because it was really about what, when I get a big, strong feeling, my mind tends to want to analyze what's this feeling trying to tell me. Yeah. And, um, and so there must be a subtle difference between it occurs to have an inquiry rather than because I've got this feeling, I need to find out what it's signalling to me. So I'm already sort of sensing That's a possibility, but it's not a default setting because I think I default to, if I just know why this feeling's here, then it will stop it from coming again, which I can tell now is my mind wanting to analyze the feeling so I
0: don't have to feel the feeling. Perfect. That's amazing. You said it perfectly. I mean, so you notice like that's, that's a bypassing strategy or a mind strategy trying to help you as opposed to just being in it with, I don't know, maybe an inquiry will show up, maybe one won't and being okay with whatever just naturally shows up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, let's see. Michael. Hey, Amy, this is Hi. this is great. Thank you so much. Um, there's, in, in terms of
3: when these these feelings arise and when I try to say like, okay, I'm going to lean into this, I notice that I will go, um, almost from one extreme to the other to. Oh God, here it is again. And, you know, I identify with the story and I'm in it. And I feel the just the tension and all that to kind of taking a step
1: back, trying to get curious. And it seems like in no time I'm in my head about it. That I guess it's how do we feel the feelings without the story? Or is that even possible?
0: Yeah, it's a this, great point.
1: Is, is leaning into it, leaning
3: into that story as well, and just feeling it all.
0: Yes, yes, it is because okay. because <laughs> what you said, like, how do we feel the feelings without the story? Uh, right now, we're saying no. I'm okay with the feelings, but I don't want the story. Uh, uh-uh, there's right. no no's. It's all yeses across the board, <laughs> and okay. we will we will look at that more tomorrow. But that's a great question. Yes, right. it. And and I think there's a lot of value in going into the feeling and it does take us out of our head a little bit and swimming in that. But for sure, the head is going to come in just like you described. And, you know, when that's there, that's what's there. And that's welcome too.
1: Okay, great. Yep. Thanks.
0: Thanks. It's simpler than it seems. And yes, all kinds of yeses. Okay, to David. Let me go to David DeLue because I haven't seen you in a long time, David DeLue. Hi, Amy. How are
1: it's, so you? it's so I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. So great to see you again. Um, so you know, it's interesting that your story was a real estate story because uh, of course I'm a realtor and I've been on the opposite end of that where let's say a client has fired me. And it's like, oh I can instantly feel that feeling. Um and then what I do with it, and it's from this understanding. The, the the big takeaway I've taken from the understanding from you previously is that I'm always experiencing the effects of my thinking. So there was the, uh, and then throughout the day, if I start to turn on it a little bit, I, I what what would help me is oh well, wait a second, that event was already like an hour ago. Uh, I am now experiencing the effects of my thinking, and that would give me some relief. Um. So now I'm hearing maybe. Well, maybe don't dismiss it so quickly, um, and actually sit with the <clears throat> for a while. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Because because I don't know if I'd want to rehash. Like I heard the other caller talk about. Well, the story then comes with it, and yeah. you know the rehashing of what happened and and yeah. why I why I think this person is wrong and blah 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 blah. And um, anyway, that, that's where I'm a little confused.
0: Yes, um, great question. So there's nothing we have to bring back up or even sit with, even sitting with it in a sense. I mean, and, and that might occur to you. Like like when I felt that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit and feel this. But for sure, once it's moved on, I wasn't like, okay, come back in. Let me replay it. Let me look at my text, how he fired me. Like, I'm not going to sit and rehash it necessarily or bring it back up. Life will do that. And that's, you know, like like we see, life does that sometimes. But I think it's more... To see that we can just stay right here. We don't, and maybe the story does come back up and then that's what happens, but we don't have to pull it back in and feel it. We don't even have to sit and feel it, but, but it's more, it's so hard to talk about. It's, it's more just like, yes, if you're here, you're welcome here, whatever you are. Whatever's arising is welcome and I don't need to go look for anything and drag it back up just for the sake of feeling it. Does that help?
1: I, uh, um, I don't know. i think I'll practice. Yeah. yeah. About, don't think about uh, it too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 I'll practice it uh, somewhat.
0: Um, See how it looks in a couple of days. Cause I think we'll, we'll go through this in a little bit more of a concrete way, but yeah, it's, um, I think, I mean, my mind does that too. And sometimes it, it feels like, like it's, it starts to feel really powerful and really kind of productive to sit with these feelings. So my mind will go look for old pains to bring up to sit with. And if that's what happens, that's what happens. But I don't think we have to do that.
1: All right. Good. Um, all right. Good. I'm also aware I told 350 people just now I'm a realtor. So
0: call me. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to call you, David. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Um, let's go to the other David, who I believe is also a realtor. Hey, <laughs> no, don't call him. Call <laughs> me. two zero one. You guys live in 95- different parts of the country, so we're <laughs> good. Totally different markets. <laughs> hey, David.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, hey Amy, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Oh, my gosh! Um, uh, when you started off today, you talked about those people who have done everything. Um, I think I qualify as one of those people um you know from my earliest age, you know i Jesus you know dropping out of high school, hitting the road, doing all that, looking for. Looking for it, I don't know what I was looking for, but I was always looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have um, gone down a variety of paths, and uh, last night, you know, I was at a place where the only path I could see was to end my life. And I posted that. Um you know i'm not unique i'm not unique i look around the world um, <laughs> watching news and um i see i see i see so many people like me they've done all they can mm-hmm. and they they get to the end they either Blame somebody else and they kill them verbally or physically where they just can't take it anymore. Um... <clears throat> I've had moments while I've been associated with you that, oh my God, like everything is lifted and I'm in a world of nirvana. (laughs) And I'm back down in the swamp. You know, last night before I went out and bought a bottle of brandy, I sat in my backyard and I sat thirty minutes. I knew I didn't have to go. I didn't have to do anything, but I did. I I I could not take it it wasn't even a feeling of discomfort. It was a feeling of undecision. Um <laughs> Let I'll
0: be quiet. No, okay, no, no, you're great. Um, you're not. You're not back in the swamp. See, that's. I told. I know. I know. It feels like that, and I know. Last night was like a minute ago. You know, it's all very fresh, and it's all still right here, and all of that but that's where we that's where our mind jumps in and this goes in some other completely horrible direction for all of us like you say we're all this happens for all of us this feeling is here or we don't even get to this feeling is here something arises and a judgment is made a thought is is put on top of that shouldn't be happening i'm not where I was i'm back in the swamp i don't like this i don't know what to do, and it's happening so fast and furious, and we're just living in this we're just in it and of course, we do whatever we can do, whatever we see to do to just feel better
1: i don't want i didn't want to feel it yeah, I know it's hard <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, you. I'm always. I'm, <laughs> I'm always thinking, I have to do something. Right. You know, I, I I I posted again today. Um, you know, <laughs> I posted. Um, basically, you know what. There's this part of me I want to be enlightened. Okay? At the same time I know I'm a piece of shit. And, and and the wisdom tells me not to look to enlightenment. Look to my feet. Just take the next step. Um, So,
0: and you are, you are doing that. That's the thing. Okay. So, even when you say, I don't know what to do, and we, and this, this thought shows up in minds constantly I don't know what to do. That's a completely irrelevant thought. And man, if it doesn't feel real, and like I have a problem, and I don't know how to solve my problem, a mind never knows what to do, or it knows everything, one or the other, right? It either knows everything, or it knows absolutely nothing. So, that's just how it's talking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's nothing, there's not even anything to do, really. You are just, you're being lived i mean look it was a really really crappy night horrible night and you were lived right through it and there was a conversation up here enlightened but i'm a piece of shit okay but that's a conversation just happening it life didn't care life just still lived you right through it you know and i think it's that's the tricky part that we live in this sea of of thoughts and concepts and one little baby step ahead. Like, I don't know what to do and what do I do? And and it's so hard to see that as thought sometimes. But the answer, there's not really even an answer. It's It's like already being answered. It's already done. It's not about enlightenment. It's not about this or that. It's right here. And look, last night, when you feel the way you felt last night, you did what made sense to do. But there's lots of other moments in your life, when you can, when you can, and you have, and you do lean in, and that's what does this for us. It's not like how do I lean in when I'm having one of the worst, you know, moments in my life? Like we'll get there. It's like how do I lean in to this little bit of vulnerability or frustration or anger or whatever? And and a mind hates that because that does not feel like it's going to solve a drinking problem or change a life, right? So a mind hates that. It's like uh, I need bigger than that, but. That's the problem. There is no bigger than that ever. Anything bigger than that is some big hoity-toity concept. There's only ever feeling what's right here right now. And, and you work your way up to it and you don't do it perfectly. And you, we fight like crazy and we resist. We all do at times. But I just feel like if you kind of keep coming back to that, it's just, you're just going to see it keep pulling you through.
1: I've seen it. I've. I, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know what it is, Amy, but um, <clears throat> I have been pulled through all my life. Yeah. All my life. We all um, have.
0: And it's so big to like notice, you know? Yeah. We just can't, our mind won't let us see that, but we have been yeah. you know, pulled through amazing things all my life. As much as your mind is, uh, you know, as much as there's been trying to, try to off, fight that, much as, yeah, as much yeah, as it yeah.
1: goes
0: against but there's that.
1: But there's this other energy that um, no matter, it has always been, no matter what happens, there's always a do-over. There's always a do-over. Yeah. Yeah. And there are thank welcome. you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for sharing.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I love that. There always, there always is a do-over. There always has been for all of us. And it's only, a, it's only a story that's focused on, yeah, but I have a problem and how do I get out of it where we can't see that for a minute. But yeah. when we're just here and what's arising, we just get pulled through. It could not possibly be less on us. I mean, there is just, uh, just like the question about letting go and stuff. Like, we don't let go. We don't, we don't do, make the right choice. We don't, we don't even lean in. I mean, really, we don't. Like, we're, this is all just happening. And we just get to have a little, I don't know, I guess maybe just a little curiosity and, and watching how that's always unfolded. And then maybe starting to place our, our attention there a tiny bit more.
1: Um, Maggie,
2: yeah, this is this might open a big can of worms, so I'm very ha- very glad if if you want to wait till tomorrow to answer them. But okay. I wanted to get them out. Um, one thing, I mean, I I don't know if you there are a lot of people here, so you probably didn't see it, but I was laughing when you told the story about the the real estate agent, and I I hope it didn't seem rude because. Um, I know when you're in the middle of those things, it's terrible, right? But what I really appreciate is a community where they people aren't going to say automatically, "Oh, he's a stinker, what a stupid idiot, you're a nice person," blah, blah, blah. You know that it's like, no, that that doesn't help for this process, right? Yeah, um, and and um, and it's it's just uh, it, because I like having a place where people can see there's an absurdity in how and how freaked we get, right? Because because it's it's about our identity. We think, uh, you know, no, that if somebody's rejecting me, you know, there's turtles all the way down. It's going to go down to the point where I'm lying face down in a gutter, right? That that's where the mind goes, not obviously, but but when you really look at it, that's where it goes. My husband's going to leave me. Every, you know, everything's going to fall apart because of this. Um, but I do want to ask about uh, so the identity thing is like if if you if some bum on the street had when you were walking by it said, fire you. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't even think anything of it. Right. Because they're so far from your circle that there's no real, um, uh, threat to the identity, but something I'd like to hear about, um, maybe tomorrow is maybe some of your experiences, I would say, especially with your children, um, because it does see, I don't have children, but, um, well, I'm sorry about that. Um, I can't turn it off now. Um, the, um, I just noticed the closer the people are in your lot, in your circle, right. The more, the more threatened you can feel, yeah. uh, very fast. Right. And, and it seems, seems really real. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Um, but, um, so I'd like to hear like, you know, when you saw a difference in your life about how you were able to react to child children things, because you know, we are so conditioned to protect our children, right? That's like one of the basic things. Um, And then also the, the, the idea, and this is really a big can of worms um, is saying that everything is supposed to be happening as it is. That has, I've come across that before. And it's, it's helped on this process because if you don't think that, then you you really can't be with these things. It seems that's been true for me, Mm -hmm. but how do I know that that isn't just another belief? You know, how, what what proof is there? You know what I'm saying? So I don't mean you to try to delve into that now because that's kind of a big one, but
0: yeah.
1: it's,
2: it's something I wouldn't mind us looking at at some point.
0: No, I would love to do that because I think you're right. It's so, it's really kind of intertwined with this. And I don't know how how any of us ever know what's a belief and what's a truth, but I guess to me, it just sort of looks like it would literally have to be, it's like, if we want to say this is a green cup and maybe it doesn't look green on my screen, but this is a green cup, it should be red. It would literally have to be a mind making up a fictional story saying this should be red. Like what basis is there for that? It's green or it looks green. If it looks green, that's it. It is right. what it is. So it's like, and it, that's easier to see with a cub, but it's not so easy to see when it's like, oh, that shouldn't have happened or this shouldn't, you know.
2: Right. I know this is a huge one, but it's like Ukraine, the Holocaust. I mean, there's all these things
0: that look like, yeah. it's pretty
2: hard to defend that point of view. But it isn't, but it it isn't something that that. That it's good
0: that it happened. And it's not saying we like it. It's just simply arguing with reality. The reality is there's a war. For us to say there shouldn't be a war, I believe that. I'm sure everybody believes that, but it's a belief. We know that's a belief. The reality that we can see is there's a war happening. Everything else is an opinion. And again, it's not saying there's you know we shouldn't have opinions or that we should be okay with the war. None of that. But does that make sense? Like it's just well, in a
2: certain it, way I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't because if there's no way to be with the, the anxiety of it if you think that it shouldn't be. You know. Anyway, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to go too far today because you've are, it's already been a very rich hour, and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And I'll speak to the, to the other thing, too. I think that's a great question. You know, ultimately, everything we feel is just what we feel. So our mind puts it on that person said it or this person said it, and then it has some different energy to it. But it's not ever about that anyway. It's just that's the thing is it's like so immediate. It's just what's arising even before all the story. Um, but but we'll talk about that more tomorrow for sure. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I have
1: on. one question. Yeah. Um I'm sorry I couldn't raise my hand. Uh, my bottom line question, is the um, is, is the recording available of this lecture?
0: Yes. We'll we'll send it out shortly.
1: I uh, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Drewing. Uh-huh. Awesome. Thank you guys. I love this topic. And the next couple of days we're going to do more of this kind of talking and make it a little more experiential. So thanks for hanging in with the, with the slides and stuff today, but I hope it's been helpful. Um, and we'll, I'm super excited to see you guys tomorrow and keep digging in. So thank you so much. Thanks for being here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Amy. Thank you.
2: If you'd like to hear much more about welcoming what arises and have my personal support as you experiment with it, please join us in the Little School of Big Change guided course that begins in just two weeks on February 6th. The guided course is six solid weeks of lessons, personal coaching, and an incredible community. Enroll before February 6th to save your seat and to save $47 on enrollment. Go to thelittleschoolofbigchange.com to enroll. See you in class.